0: Hi, I'm Danielle and this is Chatter Out Loud, a podcast where I share thoughts and TV commentary on shows I like to watch. Now, before I start, I want to ask that you go ahead and like, follow, share, and subscribe. And on YouTube, where I upload my companion episode of my podcast, be sure to hit the notification bell. This way you can get notification every time I post a new episode and you won't miss out. It doesn't cost you anything to follow and subscribe. So go ahead, hit the bell and thank you in advance. All right, so welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me. Your presence is very much appreciated. Okay, I have a quick update for you before um, we see how the power of veto is used. Um, I suspect it's going to be later on today. And it's before the Monday night episode. So I'm up really early for you today um, before I get my day started. Um, Well, actually, I'm getting my day started by doing this before I head on to work. All right. I talked about BB Twitter and how brutal it can be sometimes. Um, Just a funny example I want to share. Someone tweeted that Marty is two minutes away from sharing his social security number. (laughs) And they're referring to how much Marty talks in the house. Um, And we all see it, right? Uh, Personally, I think he's cracking under the pressure of being in the HOH, but but, but that's not the point. Um, So going back to the tweet, someone retweeted, uh, once they saw that tweet that says, Marty is about two minutes away from sharing his social security number. Someone retweeted with a response to say, I know an American wrote this. (laughs) And the person who wrote the original tweet wrote back. And then the person corrected the American by saying Social Security is the name of the program, but not a Social Security number. And then someone else interjected and said, so Canadians do not have a government identification number? And the person who wrote the original um, or, you know, who responded originally said the person was res- um, they said a Social it's called, well, they said ours is called a social insurance number. So that means that Marty would have been two minutes away from sharing his sin. And that would have been funny. (laughs) I don't know. I just, um, it just made me laugh. Uh, Twitter, BB Twitter specifically is very, very, uh, tough on people, right? It's hard to share an opinion or a joke online because people are tough. And they're not only tough on the house guests, but they're tough on, uh, people who tweet as well. So it's, uh, equally distributed, right? (laughs) All right. A quick observation on the feeds, uh, because I feel like it's going to show up in the game somewhere down the line. Um, Stephanie likes Gino. He's not interested in her. Um, I want to say that JC Lynn likes Gino as well, but he just hasn't shown interest in these women. And, um, and I mean, In terms of interest, I mean like in a show band. I think he may flirt with J.C. Lynn, I think. Um, Stephanie, I felt, tried to shoot her shot that night when they were in the mystery room with the phone. But Gino just wasn't biting. All right. So, oh, and we've seen J.C. Lynn, you know, rubbing her feet all over Gino's thigh. (laughs) All right. um, Okay. So earlier uh, yesterday, the house guests were working out and Stephanie asked someone, I think Summer maybe, because Summer was the one who delivered the message um, to Gino. Anyway, Stephanie asked that someone send a message to Gino to ask if if he could spot her (laughs) while she's working out, right? Gino's response was first, a look on his face. And then the body language shifted and he like, he was repelled by the idea of going out there to spot her. And then he put his emotions into words and said, Oh my God, is there no one else out there to spot her? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, however, later when Summer was attempting, attempting to do pull-ups, Gino was instructing her and Summer couldn't even do one. And Gino grabbed her by the waist, raised her up while she pulled up. In other words, he helped spot her. Hmm. Okay. Now I bring this up because I guarantee that at some point in the game, this will be a bone of contention for Stephanie and or JC Lynn. Uh, Gino's energy is very different with Summer than it is with Stephanie and JC Lynn. And I believe it's going to show itself somewhere down the line in the game. Um, The fact that Gino's not into them will bother them. And they will somehow blame Summer in some way, <laughs> and it's going to be used as a reason to target her. Um, I hope I'm wrong about this, but I just have a feeling. All right. So we'll look out for that. Okay. Later on yesterday, they spent time bonding. The house guests were spending time in the choosy. Uh, they were sharing stories. Um, and that was nice to see a little boring, but it was good for the house guests. And I guess that's what's the most important, right? All right. Uh... I loved what I saw yesterday in the kitchen in terms of how Helena and JC Lim were so proud of cooking dinner, which was a ramen noodle dish. (laughs) Uh, It's not like they made the noodles from scratch, you know, they took them out of a bag and put them in boiling water and then added seasoning. (laughs) Uh, But they were so, so, so proud and they felt so accomplished. It was heartwarming. It was very, very cute. But um, yeah, so... Helena and J.C. Lynn cooked ramen, a ramen noodle dish for the house guest yesterday, and they were very proud. All right. Getting into gameplay, Marty and Jess are chatting, and it's so difficult to watch them talk. Uh, they both repeat themselves and go back and forth. You know, Marty's like, whoa, let me tell you. And then Jess says things like, well, you, I want you to hear me. Like, it's just so hard to watch. I can't. <laughs> um, all right. We learned, well, I learned yesterday, and this might have been solidified earlier in the, in the season, but Gino and Kyle, they have a final two. I think that's a very strong final two, um... But yeah, they, they do. Uh, Moose w- was out there talking with Kyle and Gino to target, and Moose is wanting to now to target Tanisha in the hopes that it'll weaken Betty and any of the girls' alliances because they think like, well, Moose thinks like is the head. Um, Moose also doesn't trust Harmon, which I found very, very interesting. Um, I believe the three of them are also tar- targeting Dr. Joss. Excuse me, Dr. Josh, and I think that's being influenced by Kyle. Right? I just find it interesting that they are targeting Tanisha, Herman, and Dr. Josh. Uh, Moose thinks Herman is talking about him behind his back. Moose is getting very paranoid. And earlier, I was so impressed by him because I said, Oh, he's playing the game, he's playing the game, and now he just looks like a paranoid person running around the house. Uh he makes claims in terms of he's talking to this one, so he must be trying to like be in an alliance, like and that's one of the things that we see as well during the season. Like if you're in an alliance and you're trying to socialize with other people in the house and they're not in the alliance, some people would interpret that as, Oh, they're working with them. Oh, they're working with them. Like why can't people just be having conversations? You know, <laughs> I mean, odds are they are talking game, but it's just so the paranoia Moose is displaying now is really troublesome, um, and his his gameplay is just um, going down the ranks for me. It, it really is. I really was impressed with him before, but now with the he's thinking Herman is talking about him behind his, he's so paranoid, uh, and he doesn't want to get his get blood on his hands. Um, and I'm like, Moose, what? Like, he practically ran Herman's HOH. He influenced him so much in terms of who to put up, right? And I'm talking about Moose, how he influenced Herman during Herman's HOH. So I'm a little taken aback about Moose going after Herman. I don't see what sense it makes um, in this moment, but I don't know. Um, the one thing I do not hear in the conversation between Moose, Gino, and Kyle is, um, a conversation about Stephanie or targeting Stephanie or JC Lynn. And I just find that interesting. All right. Kyle is rising up as a mastermind of the house, right? It, it appears that he is the one to beat in the season, right? He has he's really has shown, um, Yeah, he's the one to beat. He's really playing. He's strategizing. I think he really connects with Gino the most. And those two, um, well, Kyle is the one to beat, I think, this season, in my personal opinion. Um, But Gino will help him get there. So Gino and Kyle are the two that everyone needs to look out for. Or that are running things, I should say. Uh, Well, that's how it appears right now. Um, Herman is later talking with Marty into pulling up Betty or putting up Betty in terms of a replacement nominee if J.C. Lynn removes herself from the block. Uh, And so it would would be Betty against Jay. And by Herman influencing Marty to do this, uh, it will guarantee that Jay goes home because Betty is, is is likable in the house. Um, And they plan to smooth it over by saying, well, Betty, if we put you on the block, you know, she'll get money by picking that mystery door. And this is fascinating how now that mystery door can be part of a strategy. And I like that part of the game. So we hear Herman trying to influence Marty to uh, put up Betty. Now he didn't come up this I don't think he was the one that came up with it by himself, but Marty has been talking about that. And so now Marty, when he's talking to Herman, he's trying to get feels and Herman was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, And uh, I believe later on, I saw Kyle doing the same thing. So Marty really trusts Kyle. And so Kyle, before I think I went to bed last night, I saw Kyle confirming like that, that's the, the right move to make. It makes sense. And it'll guarantee that Jay um, is out of the house. All right. So I last chatted about the winner of the Power of Veto, J.C. Lynn. And if you remember, Marty's the HOH, and he nominated both Jay and J.C. Lynn. The players in the Power of Veto were the two nominees, plus Betty, Helena, and Dr. Josh. Um, And some are hosted. So I really can't wait to see when that airs. And I believe that's going to air on the Wednesday night program. Um, In tonight's program, Monday night, we'll see the HOH played. So that'll be great to see. All right. So uh, Marty has gone back and forth on who to put up as a replacement nominee to ensure Jade goes home. Uh, He was going to put up first Stephanie breaking his word there. Then he was talking about Jess, then Kevin, now Betty, which I think was originally initiated by Kyle, by the way. Um, And then it just kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And Marty is still talking to Canada. He's still talking in the camera saying he's going to tell Canada this. And I'm like, Marty, please. He is just, I, I can't wait for his HOH reign to end. I, I really can't. It's really uh, beginning to wear me down. <laughs> um, but Marty's hellbent on getting out Jay. Even before everything happened between Jay and Kyle, um, I don't know where Jay began to to be Marty's target, nor... I don't know when that happened. And I don't know why. I, and I still don't know, to be honest. Um, it's convenient now to use the excuse that he's a manipulator after his fight with Kyle, but what was the reason before when he initially put Jay up, right? Uh, Marty said Jay in their one-on-one in the, in when, when he was having one-on-ones, he said that Jay, um, or he said, Marty, Marty said that he put out an olive branch and Jay didn't take it. I remember he said something like that. So that could be the reason, I guess. Um, I also think part of it could be unspoken in that Jay is performative. Um, they danced around and gyrated their hips during a competition. And in the DR, they said, They didn't even need to win the veto. And this is the first one, I mean, when Jess and Melina were on the block. So Jay decided instead of like strategizing and playing the game, he or they decided to have fun, you know, it just could have been a little off-putting for people, I suppose. Um, And I think Jay being safe the very first week impacted their game because they didn't really strategize. Not from what I see. Um jay was too busy having fun and we know as fans the game starts the moment you walk in the house right they're going into week three now and only when jay learned that they were going on the block and subsequently put on the block did they begin strategizing with the other house guests and attempting to be in an alliance and that's quite a late start in my opinion um I mean, we saw the first four house guests making alliances after walking through the door. So to try to start like heading into a week three, um, I don't think that's, uh well, I don't think that Jay is going to be successful in that. And then to go around threatening uh, targets without having any power, that was ego driven to me, <laughs> uh, but you know, I've never played the game of big brother. I've never been in the Big Brother house. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I've am watched the game since season one of BBUS. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I think Jay started too late in playing the game. I think that first week, because he answered the phone, fo- or they answered the phone, and they got that week of safety, I think that's where things went left, because Jay's priority was having fun and laying low and you know, opposed to strategizing and trying to get in an alliance, but I'm repeating myself. All right, I still hope there's a chance for Jay to stay because I think they're ready to play and target the guys, which is the right path to take uh, going after the threats, right? Um, I wonder who will take on the big threats now after Jay leaves, Um, especially how the guys are aligning, right? We see it all the time. All right, so we still don't know If J.C. Lynn, at this point, we still aren't, uh, we don't know if J.C. Lynn used the power of veto yet. We haven't seen that. Um, So we expect to see that tonight or sometime today over the live feeds. Um, Tonight's episode that airs is going to show the HOH competition. So I'm excited to see that. And then I'll keep track um, as best as I can. I'll have the live feeds on in the background. I'll check it out at lunch to see if I can discover anything. And then we'll um, continue on as we've been doing, right? And I'll come back and report and hopefully you'll come back and join me. All right. And that's all I have. So be sure to come back and give me a listen. I'd love for you to like, share, follow, and subscribe. You can also leave me a message. um, Leave me a comment, right? If you're listening on the podcast, there's a link to leave me a message. uh, So you can click right on that landing page and just leave me a check that out. Um, All right. My name is Danielle, and you're listening to my podcast, Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I appreciate your support. And that's all I have. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.